Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. I'm on the Dry Canyon Trail, and true story, I just sat down a minute ago to try and get ready to record while I was up here, and I paused to let a man and his daughter walk by. The man looked to be about my age, and the daughter was probably six, seven, eight years old with long red hair. And as they walked by, I said something like, a steep trail or something. And the man nodded, and they kept walking. And the daughter said to me, don't worry, my dad's out of shape too. It made me think about poetry, about parents and children, which of course, leads to this, which is a favorite poem of just about everybody who hears it, Billy Collins, The Lanyard. The other day I was ricocheting slowly off the blue walls of this room, moving as if underwater from typewriter to piano, from bookshelf to an envelope lying on the floor, when I found myself in the L section of the dictionary, where my eyes fell upon the word lanyard. No cookie nibbled by a French novelist could send one into the past more suddenly, a past where I sat at a workbench at a camp by a deep Adirondack lake, learning how to braid long, thin plastic strips into a lanyard, a gift for my mother. I'd never seen anyone use a lanyard or wear one, if that's what you did with them. But that did not keep me from crossing strand over strand again and again until I had made a boxy red and white lanyard for my mother. She gave me life and milk from her breasts, and I gave her a lanyard. She nursed me in many a sick room, lifted spoons of medicine to my lips, laid cold face cloths on my forehead, and then led me out into the airy light and taught me to walk and swim, and I in turn presented her with a lanyard. Here are thousands of meals, she said, and here is clothing and a good education. And here is your lanyard, I replied, which I made with a little help from a counselor. Here is a breathing body and a beating heart, strong legs, bones and teeth, and two clear eyes to read the world, she whispered. And here, I said, is the lanyard I made at camp. And here, I wish to say to her now, is a smaller gift. Not the worn truth that you can never repay your mother, but the rueful admission that when she took the two-tone lanyard from my hand, I was as sure as a boy could be that this useless, worthless thing I wove out of boredom would be enough to make us even. Part of what works about that poem is the great imagery he uses, the juxtaposition of her, his his the juxtaposition of his mother's thoughts and his mother's intention and his mother's sacrifice and then his tiny little throwaway, not even sacrificed, as he says at the end, uh, you know, thing I wove out of boredom. And that the juxtaposition of those two, it works so well, it creates ongoing humor. It is, as all of Collins' poetry nice, readable, vernacular, contemporary English. It feels modern, and it feels relatable. Because of that, in part, some people think that the poetry feels lightweight, feels like it lacks some of the oomph that uh, heavier poets have. 
I don't know. I think that there is plenty of intellectual depth going on in this poem. I love how at the end, where it feels like it should be wrapping up into something pretty shopworn, something pretty obvious, he draws attention to the fact that he is not going to be obvious and moves to something deeper. In fact, while I tell my students when I read them this poem that they should print it out and give it to their mothers on Mother's Day, I think instead this poem says more about children than it does about parents. It says something that not only are children ungrateful, but children frankly, simply, and cannot, do not understand just the depth of love and sacrifice that a parent has for a child and something that they cannot understand until they become parents themselves. This is really a poem not about a man not understanding his mother, but about a man reaching a point in his life where he finally can. Billy Collins, The Lanyard. The other day I was ricocheting slowly off the blue walls of this room, moving as if underwater from typewriter to piano, from bookshelf to an envelope lying on the floor, when I found myself in the L section of the dictionary, where my eyes fell upon the word lanyard. No cookie nibbled by a French novelist could send me into the past more suddenly, a past where I sat at a workbench at a camp by a deep Adirondack lake, learning how to braid long, thin plastic strips into a lanyard, a gift for my mother. I had never seen anyone use a lanyard or wear one, if that's what you did with them, but that did not keep me from crossing strand over strand again and again until I had made a boxy red and white lanyard for my mother. She gave me life and milk from her breasts, and I gave her a lanyard. She nursed me in many a sick room, lifted spoons of medicine to my lips, laid cold face cloths on my forehead, and then led me out into the airy light and taught me to walk and swim, and I, in turn, presented her with a lanyard. Here are thousands of meals, she said, and here is clothing and a good education, and here is your lanyard, I replied, which I made with a little help from a counselor. Here is a breathing body and a beating heart, strong legs, bones and teeth, and two clear eyes to read the world, she whispered. And here, I said, is the lanyard I made at camp. And here, I wish to say to her now, is a smaller gift. Not the worn truth that you can never repay your mother, but the rueful admission that when she took the two-tone lanyard from my hand, I was as sure as a boy could be that this useless, worthless thing I wove out of boredom could be enough to make us even. Thank you.